There's that red. We need. That's what we need. All right. Hey, this is the Faulty Logic Podcast 103. It's uh, just me and Marcos tonight. Uh, Diana dislocated both of their hips, fucking squatting 700 pounds. Unfortunately. She ain't going to be with us. But, uh, yeah, it's us. This is uh, Podcast 103. We've been doing this shit for six years. Six Six fucking years. years. It's November fucking, what's today? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's probably been about six years. The first one was early November 2016. Podcast 103. Because podcast, like, three was fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. background you know for a little bit podcast 103 man tonight so we finally well not finally but i guess rewatched episode seven i mean this probably brothers literally like the 88th time i've watched it yeah it's not like episode six where we split up two two podcasts because alejandra wanted to interrupt it (laughs) oh man Tonight we're drinking some uh, Tecate fucking Altus. Lowe's, you know? I've been drinking. Baja, some Tecate Bajas. I started my night off with a Corona Light mixed with DiSerono, which tastes just like Dr. Pepper. All right, so I'm still kind of confused how you did that. So you drank a little bit from the Corona. So yeah, the Corona, like, you know, it's usually about halfway up the, the neck of the bottle. I took a big swig, so it was like down here. Okay. And I just replaced that first wig with uh, De Serrano. And you just filled it and up then, yeah, back and to then, its original, yep. basically. And then I did a little stir. And, uh, yeah. It tastes like Dr. Pepper. It tastes like Dr. Pepper. This wasn't that good, though, because I guess they were kind of, the Coronas were kind of warm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Oh, that's the worst, man. It really is. But it still it still tasted like Dr. Pepper, and it? it's kind of creepy. But De Serrano is one of those drinks where... It goes down easy, and it's one of those ones you get drunk really quick. So I'm not a big fan. I mean, I used to drink it. I'm not used to it. I drank it a bunch. Not a bunch. I drank it back in the day. Like, this is probably my first taste of DeSerona in about 12 years. Maybe 11 years. But it's not a bad. It's an amaretto-flavored thing. It's 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 one of those liquors I can drink. Like, it doesn't have that nasty like bite that comes and hits you after the fact. What is it exactly? It's an amaretto. It says uh De Serrano original since 1525 the world's favorite Italian liqueur. A liqueur produced liqueur. by Ilva Sardino in Italy. Sardines. So I think it's kind of like uh Maybe E and J, but that's a brandy. I think I don't think this yeah, is a brandy. No, it's a little different. Let's see. Let me, Sarono. Let me Sarono. Google. Fifteen hundred. That's when I first had it, man. Yeah, I me too. Like, yeah, when this first came out, I was like, "Ugh, this will never last." I got trashed off that. Like one of my first drinks, we were talking about earlier, Decent. and oh man, I was fucking ruined. But like I said, it wasn't just Serrano's fault. It was a. Yeah, it's an amaretto. Yeah. The multiple mixtures of random shit that had me feeling terrible the next day. 
I mean, this is this is one of those Ugh. ones like an early twenties drink where like, hey, let's just get fucked up. Yeah. And then you know, because you're in your early twenties, you get fucked up, you feel like shit. But the next day, by nine o'clock in the morning, you're like, well, <laughs> time to do it again. Let's fucking get hammered, bro. <laughs> Damn man, where did the years go? Right, well, I know, right? It, I I'm at that point. Like even last <laughs> night, man. So last night, I had a, I don't know how many fucking rum and cokes, like five or something like that. And then I had a eight oh five. Oh, at the station. Yeah. Yeah. This morning, last night, this morning, man, that cotton mouth was so fucking oh, really? bad. I had to. I woke up, went and got a water bottle, like started chugging that, and it's still, like, and it's one of those like bad cotton mouths. It's not bad enough that I'm like super miserable, but it's bad enough that I can't sleep well. Like I, I'm just, it's just fitful, like restless sleep where you're like kind of like in and out of sleep because you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, like fucking dog. That's yeah, like, shut up. And it's like I chug water and. And it doesn't fucking help. And I fucking hate it. You know, sometimes I really like, I just want to like cut out drinking for a month just to see how like I feel after that month. But the weekends are boring sometimes if I can't drink. And that probably makes me sound like an alcoholic, but because I only drink on the weekends. like it's true though. You know, like. It's, I, it, yeah, you know, man, What do like, you do on the weekend if like. I mean, I could watch movies, which I would do, but I would just sit on the phone, like, maybe not even a month. Like, it's kind of easy when you guys have drill, and I don't. Yeah. So that weekend, so, like, from Sunday the week prior to, like, Friday the week after. So I got, like, you know, 14-something-plus days of not drinking, which it's not too bad, but sometimes I'm just, like, I'm at home on a Saturday night, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man, this is... Fucking lame. Monday through Friday, it was already kind of like yeah, like I'm already. I don't really want to be where I'm at, and but I don't know. Sometimes I just want to try just to see because you always hear like people thirty days of not drinking, like their skin clears up or whatever. Like they wake up easier, they sleep better. It's like sometimes, but I feel like people who did that were the ones drinking like literally every day, like because I only drink once or twice a week. I mean, I have my moments during the week when I, but I don't get, you know, obviously I don't get trashed. It's hard for like, it'd be one or two here, there, you know, here and there. And a lot of times I have tea at night, but sometimes I'm like, I want to drink this fucking tea. Yeah. Give me a fucking goddamn, goddamn <laughs> Corona or some fucking Kona yeah. or some shit. But I think as long as you're living a semi healthy life, you know what I yeah. mean? Like you're eating good, you're working, out. exercising, yeah. like, I, here and there, like, I'm just you're all right, but I'm so unmotivated during the week because usually, so because I wake up so early during the week, like it's seven thirty at night. I'm like, well, I'm going upstairs to take a shower, and once that shower, I'm laying in bed. So I'm in bed by like eight. Yeah, and I'm not sleeping, but I'm I turn YouTube on the fucking projector, and I'm just up there like. Yeah, I just, I don't have, I don't want to say I have enough time because I have plenty of time, but get home from work and I'm just like being lazy. And next thing I know, I'm eating dinner. After dinner's done, I'm like, well, look at that. It's time to go upstairs. So there's not a lot of time to drink because I don't really want to drink when I eat dinner because I don't know. Yeah. Just don't do it. Like last week or this week or last week, whatever it was, I had to 
glass of wine one day, and I was like, oh, this shit got me tipsy because I don't <laughs> drink wine often. Yeah, like wine I was like, oh shit. shit. But nah, when I uh, I don't know, like sometimes like I want to deploy just for like a month or like two months, just because just so I don't drink. Your hands are tied. Yeah. Just to see how I feel when I come back. Like, come back, the greatest shape of my life. Never been fucking healthier. But then, like, well, let me fucking get hammered off three beers because I have zero tolerance. It's just tough, man. Like, um, as far as health and being in shape goes with age, just because, you know, like, the shit is easy to do 10, 15 years ago. Easy. Get fucking four. Five fucking bottles of vodka at night. Wake up next morning like no big fucking deal. Yeah, all right. Like you fucking get in shape in no time. Yeah. Like, like I have a one beer today. And it's like I got to work out for the next week straight to yeah. fucking work that beer off. Well, I do these fucking light I'll ones, does. man. I'll yeah. Does. Yeah. That, and that shit helps. And that's that was my reasoning for going to liquor. Like rum and fucking Coke Zero or Diet Coke or whatever. Just because. I don't know. Feels healthier. Cause even then, man, just getting older, man. That's what it boils down to. Of course, there's genetics and shit in play. Some people don't ever get affected by it. They'll fucking stay slim as fuck for until they fucking die. Yeah. And then others, you know, they'll be in their fucking twenties and looking like they're forty eight. Yeah. Because they, they drink too much. They get fat as fuck, yeah. like real easy, and it just how it goes, man. Like, but obviously, it's always harder the older you get. Yeah. Like, all right, man. Like, fuck. And it's harder because when you get older, like, what do you do on a f- Friday or Saturday if you're not? It sounds it sounds alcoholic-y. <laughs> like, what do you fucking, how do you have fun on a Friday or Saturday if you can't drink? Like, if I'm not, uh, on a Friday night when you guys have drill so we don't go to station, I watch a movie and then go to bed, like, at 8.30, 9 o'clock. Obviously, whatever not too bad because i need to do that shit because i work super early during the week but i feel like it's kind of a waste but i'm still looking at through the lens of like my mid early mid 20s like yeah. this is a waste of friday night i should have been at a bar getting hammered but like i don't i shouldn't think that way anymore because i'm not young like that i i, sh- I don't want to say i shouldn't be going to the bars because i'm still whatever yeah I'm not going to bars picking up chicks or anything like that, but I'm still, I'm, I think my mindset is like, I should be like an old person, like sitting at home, going to bed at seven 30 on a Friday night. Cause I'm old, but like, I'm only 37. Like I can still go out and drink if I want to. I don't know, man. It's weird. Like you're at that, nuts, we're at that weird, like crossroad of early twenties. Let's get drunk and party. And you know, mid forties, like, Hey, we're not fucking young like we should we yeah. were, so let's be adults and get a good night's sleep and fucking eat oatmeal Let in the me morning. get a good rest. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I, like, uh, for me, man, I can't go to sleep early anymore. It That shit's been like that for me for years, and fuck, man. Like, I hate it, and I try a lot of times, but I always wake up, and I have trouble falling back asleep. And I'll, See. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try, and like, I have to, like... In order to for me to be able to go to sleep like that, a decent time, wake up feeling all right, I have to like physically exert myself like daily, like really yeah. f- to a level that's like, man, uh, even uh, that's not healthy. I'm like, <laughs> see, I, that's how kind of 
I kind of am. Yeah. So I wake up at like 4.30, go to the gym in the morning. But I'm not going to bed like 7.30. Yeah. So I say I'm, I'm in bed by before 8, but I'm watching YouTube till almost 10. Yeah. So I'm still not, like, there's times where it's like not before 9 and I'm fucking watching YouTube. I'm like doing that thing where like I wake up like, huh? Yeah, like I've been asleep. I've been watching this eight minute video. I remember starting it, and now the video is ending. I'm like, I was asleep the whole fucking time. That's how tired I am. So that shit happens sometimes, but a lot of times it's like I'm like a ten to four thirty sleeping kind of thing. But just being in bed, like from eight until then, is it's restful. I guess it's it's nice, but I can function all right with like six to seven hours. I mean, that, I'm all right. I feel fucking fine. That's what I live on. Six to point. seven. Yeah. Um, four hurts. Four hours hurts at first, but then I'm fucking good. Yeah. And, but with four hours, like, yeah, you wake up, you're like, oh my God, I'm fucking miserable. Yeah. When you first wake up, it's the rough part. Like, God damn it. I just want to lay back down. But then like the night comes for me, at least when I do those, cause there's times where like, you just can't get comfortable. Like I've tossing, turning awake. I look yeah. at my phone. It's like, oh my god, it's three o'clock in the morning. Like I haven't got much sleep. You're yeah, miserable when you first, when you finally fall asleep. Your alarm goes off. You're miserable. You're good during the day after that point, but come like six o'clock at night, that's when it hits you. You're like, oh fuck, the lack of sleep for the night prior. Yeah, yeah. Like, and those fuck? are the ones where like, let me take some tea, like some chamomile tea. That's why I have like at work, same shit. Like in the office, sometimes I'm like, so I got me the very desks, you know. Oh, so you stand up. I have to stand up. Usually, first thing in the morning, I'm standing up, man. I'm like, I can't fucking be sitting. Like, oh yeah, but those those days are the ones where it's eight thirty. I'm like watching YouTube, and then I wake myself up with a snore. Like, oh fuck, what the fuck? All right, yeah, and then turn everything off, and I lay down. Like, oh fuck, I'm awake now. But yeah, man, sleep, sleep and like drinking or hanging out time is gets different as you get older. You just got to adjust to it. Like it you, we're like, I feel like we're kind of normal functional adults. So we're not like every night getting fucking shit fake. Yeah. No, I couldn't uh, do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have nights sometimes between the week where like, oh shit, maybe I had a little one yeah. too many. Yeah, but there's a guy when I was on the east side lived with me. We both worked at Raytheon. So he's there from like Monday. Th- yeah, Monday through Thursday. Literally every night he's there just drinking beer, like on the couch. Like I'm going to bed like 8, 30, 9. Yeah. I wake up. I still hear the TV going. He's on the phone with someone. It's like fucking 11, 30, 12. It's like, motherfucker, we go to work at the same time. Like, <laughs> why am I so much t- more tired than you? And I, He's probably super fucking tired. Yeah. Just able to fucking handle it better. Like I, I get older and man, I'm like grumpy when I'm tired. Like I just feel miserable. Like I just rather be rested. Oh, that, that's how Diana is. She can't. Um. Yeah, she can't stay awake as long as I. I mean, she can, but she needs more sleep than I do. You know, because usually, like I said, I I can function with and be all right with uh only a few hours. If it has to be that way, I'll be all right. Uh, I don't prefer it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I I'd rather get like I said between six to seven hours is ideal for me. Anything more than eight, I sometimes I feel like 
really shitty. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. I feel like I'm floating and I, it doesn't feel right. Um, but yeah, I know people are different, man. People are just yeah. fucking different. I know, like, some people are good. Some people need nine fucking hours of sleep a day, just you know? Fucking, I can't even imagine sleeping that long. Ugh, dude. Like, I sleep, like, on a good, a good amount, like, a good night. Say I go to bed at 10.30. Yeah. Like, it's good if I, like, wake up at 7. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I just did fucking whatever, how much that comes out to. Does that come out to? Like, six and a half, seven hours or some shit like that? Yeah. Is it? No, 10 to 7, that's. No, that's fucking 9. That's, that's, okay, that's too much because that doesn't make any sense. It'd be more like 12.30 to 7, 12 to 7. So, like, if I get seven hours, I'm like. I wake up, but I'm still like tired because usually yeah. it's when I drink. So I wake up like uh, miserable, but I look at my phone. I was like, oh my God. Like, story goes to bed at like, or she wakes up like eight on a Sunday. So yeah. it's fucking 11.54 right now. Yeah. So if I were to go to bed at one and she wakes up and I'm like, wake up when she wakes up, I'm like, okay, I got seven hours of sleep. So what, what time does she go to sleep usually on these days? She wakes up at 8 on Sunday. I don't even know, man. She's usually asleep on Sundays. When I get back on Saturday night, she's usually asleep. Like, yeah. last night, she was awake. And she woke up at fucking... Su- like, I woke up this morning. She was already awake. I looked yeah. at my phone. It was like 6.45. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I'm tired still. Because well, I don't know what time we got home yesterday. We left at 11, I think. 11? Something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. But I got home, and I took a shower... So, yeah, like, I probably was in bed, like, 12 or something. Yeah. So, it was, like, six and a half hours. But, yeah, like, and then su- it just sucks, like, because fucking baby and shit. Like, yeah, man, that and then fucking baby problems. Tori doesn't turn an alarm on. She just has, like, the blinds open. Yeah. And oh, the sun yeah, wakes like, her up. That's her alarm clock. So, ugh, like. I can't do it. Nope. Fuck that. I, I, so, sometimes I try to sneak, like, Close that well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really affect me during the week because I wake up during the week. It's still dark as yeah. fuck outside. During the weekend, like, I'll like sneak and close the shit, and she'll I'll turn around and her eyes are wide open. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, why you close those blinds for? Like, fuck, I'm like, trying. Tori, stop being selfish. Okay, yeah. like you like this, I don't. <laughs> well, like when I came back from Wisconsin, I had COVID. I slept yeah. in the guest room. Closed all the blinds, had the TV, like, fucking little dorm room in that thing. Watch some ER, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, and it was so nice. Like, had the fan, so, like, I had the ambient noise and so couldn't hear shit outside. Yeah. And it was, like, eight, I'd wake up, and then, like, day two, she fucking opens the door, like, six, they were like, you ain't fucking sleeping. I ain't sleeping. Fuck you. Like, oh, you fuck. Uh, <laughs> like doing, sometimes doing the RV just by myself. Yeah. It's like I wake up when I want to. I don't have fucking like someone fucking turn open the fucking blinds or get the fucking uh little I I've thought about it things like I've seen some cool ones that I I thought about buying a while. I just back, don't know if man, I can sleep with that shit on my face. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird. Like I'm so used to like when I did the fucking uh, sleep apnea thing, which is more probably way more uncomfortable than a fucking eye yeah. thing. But eye mask is that what it's called? Yeah, I just I just can't. I can't have shit on my face, man. It's just. Yeah, it'd be weird. You went sleep apnea, which I'm pretty sure I have. 
using one of those CPAP machines or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could sleep with that shit. I, I tried it for like a week. The shit out of here. It fucking like, it's on your nose. And then like, if your mouth, my mouth, when my mouth is closed, it's like the air couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, but then when like, then I open my mouth and just go oh, right out, like from the nose, <laughs> right out of my mouth. Like, is this, I don't think this like working the way it should. <laughs> Get a refill. I got pee. It was just a bad experience. <laughs> Not a fan. Do 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 so uh, once he gets back, we're going to start talking about uh, what's the fucking thing? Uh, Band of Brothers, episode seven. Good episode. I like it. Do, 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 Episode six of six of Band of Brothers. Um, it was a Doc Row episode where they're in Bastone in the woods. It's winter, and uh, they're all fucking miserable, which would fucking suck. Episode seven is the second Bastone episode, which focused on. Uh, First Sergeant Lipton, Carwood Lipton from Carwood Lipton. where did they say he was from? Huntington, was it West Virginia or Alabama? Maybe Alabama. No, Huntington something. Yeah, it was a Lipton centric episode. He actually was narrating some of it. Uh, Carwood Lipton played by Donnie Wahlberg. Marky Marks, brother. Yep. So the episode starts with, you know, how all the other episodes start with the old people kind of talking about their situation they were in. And it's kind of crazy. Like you hear how, like, I don't know. I just, I can't imagine being one of those older folks who are all dead now, yeah. like recollecting that stuff, like 50 years later, like thinking about all your friends that probably died while you're over there. The or, one that really got me in the beginning was when, um, Malarkey. Was it Malarkey with the classes? Yeah, he's talking like how it didn't affect him then, but yeah. it's later in life. Basically, in the moment, you know, you know, we got to do blah blah, but it's later in life. Yeah, where and he starts kind of get choked up a little bit. Really starts fucking you up. Yeah, yeah that makes sense, you know. Yeah, because the next episode actually talks about like in the beginning of the episode when they were asking like if he wanted to go identify uh, 
Mo, uh, Skip uh, and Pencala or whatever, whatever their names were. Like, if you want to identify the bodies, like, no, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Yeah. Monk and Kimpala, whatever their names are. I can't remember. Anyhow, this episode starts with a Lipton episode where uh, they're still in fucking Bastogne. Bastogne. Still miserable. Oh, fucking shitty. It's fucking cold. Everyone's fucking miserable. Um, they have a really shitty CEO, Lieutenant Dyke. That fucking guy. Who, <sighs> like Lipton said later in the episode, he's a, a bad officer, not because he makes bad decisions, <laughs> but he makes no decisions. Doesn't make any fucking decisions. Like, yeah, not decision, but something like along those lines. Like he yeah. just, he's just absent. And you see it throughout the episode, like, oh, what should we do, Lieutenant? He's like, oh, as per usual, yeah. follow uh, whatever. Uh, I'm I'll, gonna, g- I'll get that information for you, basically. Like, I'm uh, going to regiment yeah. as he yawns. And, I have to make a call. Yeah. But it actually, it starts with, uh, I think they're talking about how the line is really thin. And it has a hoobler. He shoots a... German officer on a horseback. A horseback. Gets his fucking Luger that he's been talking about for who knows how finally long. Finally got it. He finally got his Luger. And then, you know, it goes to him going all these foxholes like, look at this fucking Luger. He talks about how good of a shot he is. <laughs> and he leaves a foxhole. I can't remember whose it was. You hear a fucking shot. I think they're it might have get- been Lipton's hole. They're thinking they're getting fired on or yeah, some shit. But they're like, no, we would have heard people if they crossed our line. Yeah. They're like, is it a sniper or a shifty? He's like, uh, that's not a rifle. And uh, you hear, medic! And it's like, oh, Hoobler shot himself. Hoop. Fucking, they're trying to stop the bleeding. He's all freaking out. Doc Rowe gets there finally. They get the pants open, and he dies. Motherfucker's bleeding. The shit yeah, they like, realize yeah. he fucking shot himself in the artery. And that, the thing about that part is like, Think all the people who died that young, like in 44, whatever it was, like, say he's 22 years old. He could have had, he had like another 50 years in his, at least. But he died of, because he had a fucking gun in his fucking waistband. Yeah. A gun that he wanted to fucking find, he finally found and the light went off. The fact your life is over that quick. And I think like watching this, like with these, you know, youngsters dying and shit, like I watched uh, All Quiet in the Western Front on yeah. on Netflix came out a couple weeks ago. It's like all these young people dying for these old fuckers who aren't fighting that shit. Like, why the fuck am I, a 22-year-old, going to go die for a war for a 60-year-old who's yeah. not out there fighting it? And that's the point of the book that didn't really come across in the movie, the All Quiet in the Western Front, like... I'm out here dying for these people who if I didn't die or did die has zero impact on life. But like the ones making decisions aren't the one out here fucking dying for those decisions. It's like, um, like the old school war movies and shit. Uh, I think there was, yeah, there was a scene in dance of wolves and, um, just all this shit where you have these fucking, the, the high ranking motherfuckers that are on top of the, the hilltop yeah. safety and pure yeah. safety. They're just there on their horse on their horses and 
looking down on, all right, there's the enemy, there's our guys. Cool. Watch them rush each other. Cool. All right. Boom. Like, man, that's. It's like, that shit bothers me. Like, you know what I mean? And then they brainwash these fuckers on the ground. Like, yeah, man, you're doing this shit for a great cause. And like, like, then why are you out here yeah, with us? Motherfucker, shouldn't like, you be down here? You should be too? leading us. Like, yeah. not leading us from the, from the back. You should be the one fucking first one on the charge and shit. It's that one. I'm too important. You know, it's like that clip I showed from showed you a couple weeks ago from Lord of the Rings, the ride of the Rohirrim, where you know they're on the horse. He's like death. Yeah. The fucking king was the one fucking leading the charge. Like if I'm gonna die. If my people are gonna die. I'm gonna die right I'm gonna there die with, with them. Die with them, man. If We're either gonna like, win or lose together. Yeah. If this was war these days, he's saying death. Like you guys go. I'll sit back here and lead from behind. Like how the fuck are you gonna lead from behind? But yeah, that's the part that bothered me. Not about like it doesn't bother me about band of brothers, but just war in general. Yeah. It's like all these people are dying. Like while the generals are st- in their fucking safety, eating fucking crab legs and shit. Yeah. So fucked up, man. They try to is. like hide it on, like, oh well, they try to make it seem right. Like, no, this is how it should be. You know, these guys this, fucking no, deserve it. Fuck like, that. Nah, man. They should fucking be out there with us. Fucking dying. Ugh. But so after Hubler dies, fucking they're all uh Compton, not Compton, uh Lipton goes to yeah. uh, Captain. He's Captain Time. Captain uh, Winters. Winters. Tells him everything. And Winters is like, uh, why didn't Lieutenant Dyke come and tell me this? Like, well, I was there, sir. You know, he's trying to be the the decent dude, not the fucking shithead fucking like, well, Dyke's fucking out here doing whatever. Yeah. He says that for later. But it was being a. Because he was like, yeah, like when he was telling him, like, he's not here. And then Winter's yeah. kind of misunderstood. Like, oh, well, he'll be there tomorrow, whatever. Like, no. Oh, that's later on. That was. It was, right? Yeah, yeah. This is when he tells him that. Oh, you're Hubler talking about. Died. Okay. When he tells him Hubler's died, he's like, why wouldn't? Why didn't fucking Lieutenant Dyke tell me? He's like, yeah. well, I was there. I figured I'd tell you, you yeah. know. He leaves, and then, like, Winters and Nixon are talking about, like, yeah. the situ- situation they have with the officers. Like, who's going to lead easy? You go through the officers. We got Lieutenant Dyke, fucking shithead. Yeah. You got Lieutenant Peacock. Can't make a decision. Save his life. Peacock's always lost. Yeah. Then who's the other one that's fucking yelling all the time? <laughs> like, he thinks everything's a war movie. Yeah. Um, I forget his, his name. name. Um, And those were, and then they said Lieutenant Compton, but Winters wanted to keep in at least one. A good platoon. Yeah, a good platoon leader. leader. So, like, well, how do we fix this problem? And then later, another scene. Later on, uh, Nixon got a, he won a 30-day furlough to the States. Yeah. But he's like, I've, you know, I fucking, I grew up there. I don't need to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave it to a Peacock. I think it was Peacock. Yeah, it was Peacock. <laughs> I like how they did his, uh, <laughs> pretty much his little going away. Oh, yeah, hip, hip, hooray. You, I couldn't <laughs> think of anyone who deserves it more than you. That shit was it's like, hey guys, I really appreciate <laughs> oh, it. Oh, thanks, man. So then, yeah, that happens, and uh, then it kind of goes to they start getting mortared. Yeah. So the first mortar, well, so before that, Joe Toy comes back from the hospital, got shot in the arm. 
they're doing a little film thing and they're like, how's it feel having Eisenhower come rescue? He's like, first of all, he rips the fucking cast off. We didn't need no fucking rescuing. No, they said, uh, Patton. Patton. Yeah. 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 uh, Like we didn't need no fucking rescuing from Patton. And then (laughs) they start filming and winters is like, toy, what are you doing here? He's like, uh, you know, I just wanted to be here with the boys. Where had, where did, where was he at? I don't know. I don't remember him getting shot the last episode prior or something, yeah. but he was only gone for like three days. So it might've been something you didn't see off. It might've yeah. been off scene or off screen. So he's there. And then uh, they start getting mortared like later on. Cause you know, he's getting chow. He, he kind of introducing the new, a new guy to all the people got fucking hit and injured or whatever. And yeah. I remember they showed like uh Abraham from Walking Dead, Moose. They talking about how he got not Moose. He was uh Moose was a lieutenant. It was uh whatever fucking Abraham from Walking Dead. Like talk about how he got shrapnel in the face or some shit. Yeah. And he's just on the sitting on the ground looking so fucking miserable. Like I felt that. Like I couldn't imagine. Like everyone's all cheery and he's just kind of there. Like oh fuck, man, why are we still fucking here? Yeah. But then uh, the next one of the next scenes is like they start getting mortared finally, and like Lipton because he's narrating the episode, he's like, la- he's like I'm laughing because this reminds me of Fourth of July with like black cats and yeah when he was all a these, kid yeah until fucking until you till yeah toy fucking lame blown off and like he's uh, what was he saying it's like I gotta get up I gotta oh, yeah. get up like, oh you ain't getting up man and then fucking Garnier shows up like oh toy whatever and get re fucking mortared. And that's when Lipton was like, I wasn't laughing this time. Right. So they go fucking Garnier's legs blown off toys, missing leg. Garnier's missing a leg. Fucking Buck Compton was like, you see him there. He's fucking, he just lost it. Like sees his friends. Cause yeah. you know, he's fucking friends. Toy Garnier, fuck malarkey. So he like has a breakdown. They fucking rem- get rid of toy or not get rid of him, but like, you know, send them wherever legs blown off. You see him get picked up on the fucking put on the stretcher's legs all fucking. Ugh, <sighs> I can imagine like just cut the shit off then, man. Like, hey, I mean, it's not like you're going to save it. No, that there's, shit def- is there's fucking... no way you can save it. Yeah, that leg is gone, man. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Fighting in the snow like that, man, like straight up fucking luck, dude. It, it really is. That's what it boils down to, like you know, skill and strategy, and you know, fucking brains. Obviously, they'll they'll come a long way. They'll help you out some, but sometimes some of that shit, like yeah, that's just luck. It, it, well, they say that, like, so later on in the episode, so they get they fuck some fiction shit. That night, they get murdered again. Yeah. So George Luz, one of the guys I said never really got injured, he's caught out in the open. So he's fucking crawling to a, uh, he's crawling to a foxhole with Muck and Pencala. Yeah. As he's crawling there, they're like, "Come on, hurry up!" They get fucking bombed. You like, you see the shit hit. The exp- I mean, it happens quick, so there's no real like you can't see gore or anything like that yeah. but you see them get hit with a fucking mortar and he's like laying there on the ground like fuck 
if I'd have got there quicker, I'd have been dead. Yeah. So then he jumps in the fucking uh, foxhole with uh, Lipton. And uh, as the mortar stops, a fucking dud lands next to him, next to them. Yeah. And they talk about like how it's just fucking luck. Like we could easily have been dead, but ours was dud and muck and Pencala's wasn't. Like it could have been the other way around. Easy. Yeah. So at this point, like he kind of goes to uh Malarkey, whose best friends were Toy, Garnier, and Compton. Oh no. It was Compton, Muck, and Pencala. So Muck yeah. and Pencala get fucking blown up, and then Compton like kind of loses it because his best friends are fucking dead. Or not mm-hmm. dead, but I mean, they kind of got lucky. Miss, missing a leg, so you get to go home? Shit. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to take that, but. <laughs> so then it comes to the end of the episode, like, all right, we got to, we're fucking making our attack run on Foy. And uh, in the meantime, you realize how big of a piece of shit Dyke is. He goes to fucking. Lipton's foxhole is like, Lipton, where are you from? Huntington? What's it like there? Do you miss it? And as fucking, at some point when Lipton's like talking to him, fucking, he just, Dyke just walks away. Because yeah. he like finishes, he's like, well, where are you from? He looks back and he's just walking away. Like, you fucking shithead. <laughs> so he goes, Lipton goes to fucking guy, man. Captain Winters is like, I have all the confidence in the men. But I don't have confidence in the fucking CO. The CO. Yeah. He's gonna get a lot of good men killed. And you can tell fucking Winters was like wanted to be like, I fucking agree, but he's got the fucking decorum and shit. I'm I'm an officer. I can't speak ill about another officer to yeah. a fucking lowly shithead enlisted. <laughs> like you. He's gonna be he's like, he's gonna be there tomorrow. So they start their fucking the next day they start their attack on Foy. He's gonna get a lot of fucking easy company man killed he yep and he did and uh yeah the winters was like he's gonna be there tomorrow he's gonna lead and he has his little conversation with fucking dyke like keep fucking going do this do this this." basically and he's like clear and you can say you don't pay attention he's like oh yeah clear crystal crystal clear he starts yawning yeah i'm tired (sighs) that's what he's done throughout the episode like he's knows that the did that jaw movement movement where you're trying to pop your ear yeah uh, uh, yawning did you say sir shit he's gone so yeah the next day the assault happens and he's running they're running through open fields like everyone's like keep moving keep moving and he's like where's I company or something or where's the second platoon or whatever he's looking for and they're not there and he's like everybody hold and like holding like stopping in the middle of fucking field yeah and then Lipton's like, we got to get to cover. So he goes behind like a big ass hay thing. And he's like, just fucking losing it. Like terrible leader. Doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's trying to get uh, one of the I company or second company or whatever. He's like, do a flank around mission. Like come get the fucking the town from behind. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding? Like we're spread thin. Like what the fuck? Cover fire. Yeah, we'll, pro, we'll give suppressing fire. Yeah. And the whole time, like, Shit. Luz is on the phone with Major Winters or Captain Winters. Yeah. Like, you got to talk to him. 
Lipton's like, we've got to keep moving. And he's just sitting there like, (sighs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) like, like, damn, man, you need to snap the fuck out of it. Like, I get the situation is fucking high pressure, but goddamn, you're in charge, motherfucker. So he's got all these fucking people spread real thin. And then Winters is like, he's about to rush out there. And Colonel Sink is like, dick. Get back here. Yeah, goddamn battalion commander, goddamn it. And, like, he just ignores him. He's like, Spears, get yourself over here. He came back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he fucking ignored him right when he was telling him, like, you can't be doing it with whatever. He's like, I know you want to be out there with the men, but you're... And he's just... Shut up, man. I'm in my own zone right now. Spears, get yourself over here. People are dying right now, man. thought it was funny. He's like, get yourself... Get your ass over here. He's like, get yourself over here. (laughs) Relieve Dyke and fucking... Take that town. So Spears like, yep, okay. He just starts sprinting out there. Gets there. He's like, you're relieved. He's like, what's the fucking whatever? With Libna's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, we got these fucking this house over here yeah. where they're fucking snipers pinning people down because a bunch of people got shot. Like, uh, Perconte got shot. Perconte in the Conte. butt. <laughs> a bunch of people getting shot. He's like, yeah. We got the I company fucking going around, fucking doing an attack from the behind. It's like, fuck that. Everyone go straight in. He's like, make sure fucking fire. Contrate all mortars and grenade launchers on that building until it doesn't exist anymore. And uh, go straight in. So they're like, yep, fucking shooting everything, killing everybody. He starts sprinting in there. They all get there. They're behind a wall. There's tanks and shit. And he's like, what do you see? He's like, I can't see shit. There's yeah. tanks and mortars whatever he's like all right well i'm going the spears fucking just started sprinting by people the germans are like what the fuck is going on motherfuckers hauling ass he fucking connects with the people behind the town and then comes right fucking back and they fucking go to go to town on the shit they fucking kill everybody or not all not all the people but they 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 win the war basically yeah. they win the battle celebrating celebrating the fucking snipers the there like fucking sniper kills like four more people and then fucking Lipton's like all right shifty who's a fucking the marksman of the fucking unit like all right shifty I'm gonna do some zigzag shit you better make sure you kill this guy yeah they fucking kill the guy and then they're in a church like the first time in indoors for like thirty days. And then, which I thought was a really cool scene when Lipton's like listing the people that have died and you see them fade away because they're all sitting in pews and shit. That was cool, man. That was. And it kind of, it doesn't really like express the numbers that died because they, they only showed like kind of the important characters, but it gives you, it still gives you a visual though. Like it does. Cause it's, if you only seen this like once, you're not going to fucking remember who the fuck's who. There's so many people. So like that helped. Give yeah, visual and like, but then he's also he starts talking. We got here with so many enlisted officers and twenty four placements. There's one hundred forty people. We're leaving here with sixty, which is like fucking fuck, man. Blow, like it. when you look at it like statistically, you know, like shit. I'm probably gonna die here mm-hmm. before the shit start. You know, like if you knew those numbers anyway. So then uh, he's talking to uh, Spears about uh. I was glad Spears is there, you know, having a good officer again. Because once Winters left, they had a couple people like Moose Heiliger was a good one, but he got shot by Sentry on the train tracks a couple episodes ago. And then they got Dyke, who was a piece of shit. Fucking Dyke, man. I don't. So they got Spears, who was a good one. And then Spears is like, well, they always had someone there. Like, they always had that dude 
get in their backs. Yeah. And fucking Donnie Wahlberg was like, huh? <laughs> who are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't know who I'm talking yeah, about. You don't dude. know who I'm talking about? No. It's, it's you, First Sergeant. Ooh. Oh, and by the way, uh, Winters put you in for a battlefield commission and Sink approved it. So you're not going to be a First Sergeant much longer, Lieutenant. Oh, be Lieutenant? Oh, hell yeah, dude. And that's that's a fucking uh, sick, bro. So he's going to be the. You got commission he's gonna be a lieutenant and that's how the episode ends kind of talks about in the last uh after every episode there's a little post credit not post credit but they little thing at the end that kind of gives stats the little, about the, the little text yeah and this one was uh i can't really remember what the fuck it said but there was two of them there was one of uh, them was by Stephen ambrose the other one was by uh winters yeah um yeah the first one so the first one was I don't remember, but the second one by Winters was about how I think they were kind of both of the same thing about how even if you didn't get injured there, there was an impact on you. Basically is what it said. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody pretty much like. Yeah. You may not have it. got shot or got shrapnel or anything, but everyone there suffered. And that's what made Easy Company so close after the war is that not everyone goes through shit like that. And the fact that they did. Yeah, that's the kind of shit, man. It's like. It forms a bond if you live through it. Yeah, you'd have to. Bond, yeah, a lifetime bond is like, yeah, man, we're gonna. What's up? Go see each other. Do whatever. Fucking yeah. reminisce because, like, fuck the shit we've been through, man. I don't remember that first fucking quote. Some it was a, kind of the same thing. Yeah, they were similar, just by different people. Yeah, because Stephen Ambrose only wrote the book. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's a book, but he wrote, he's the one that interviewed all the, like, when you have all interviews and shit at the beginning, he's yeah. the one that did all the interviews. But, I don't know. They were they were kind of the same thing about how shitty it was there. Yeah. and That's a, I mean, that's a shitty situation, man. It's like, that fucking like Korean War, you know, there was a lot of instances like that where it's just cold as fuck and they're out here fucking freezing and shit, fighting in these shitty fucking elements, man. Like for what too? That's and, the thing. And you like, get to the point on like, yeah, that's how I'd be. I'm like, you know what, man? Why am should I... we really be out here? No. But the thing is, when you're there, you can't leave. No, once you're there, it's like obviously we got to fight through this shit. Yeah, we got to get through it. We're already here. But yeah, man, like that shit, man. <laughs> like, nah, man. Make all the rich motherfuckers in the fucking country that they're fighting. Like, make those fuckers fight. I always thought, like, if we're going to go to war, there should be a national vote. And if you vote to go to war, guess what? You're drafted. Yeah. Like, there'd be a lot less fucking war. Like, obviously, still have the volunteer force like we have now. But, like, let them be the backup. Uh-huh. Like if you want to fucking go to war, like we wanted to go to war Afghanistan and Iraq, and Iraq, then guess what? You're gonna be there right, right there with us. Shit, like bothers me that it's a bunch of young people going to, to fucking die for a bunch of old fucking people. Yeah, it's always young, fucking like, kind of like fucking 
broken down towns and shit. Like, yeah. You know, like, People they're trying not to get well their way off. out. Like, uh, get so, out of poverty and some shit like hey, that. man, we promise you this shit. We can give you this if you do this for us. Here's a Mustang at yeah. fucking 35% interest rate. <laughs> there you go, man. It could be all yours. But uh, the the All Quad and Western Front movie, there's a part. It's different than the book. There's a part where they're like they sign the armistice. It's just okay. it's gonna happen at eleven 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 at eleven o'clock. Eleven eleven. But there's some fucking German soldier who's German general who's like, you know what? This is my chance to be like I haven't had war in my lifetime. This is my yeah. chance to do some shit. So he's ordering his people to go fucking assault like a French battalion, like. The war is going to end in literally like three hours. You're going to go get all these more people killed because you want that fucking glory for you on your name. Yeah. Like, and like, if you don't, if the, it showed it like people were like, I don't want to do this. They like lined them up and fucking shot them. Like fuckers, man. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Man. Shitty fucking people, man. But yeah, good episode. Great episode. Actually, this is a really great episode. Episode seven, we got three left. Yep. Eight, nine, ten. Yep. Yeah. Three left. Um, again, can't recommend it enough. Yeah, you got to watch it. You guys have to watch this uh, show. It uh, it'll definitely get you in the feels, and it you know teaches you something. Yeah. <laughs> it learns you something. It does. And it's, it's just cool because these people are all, they all really existed. Yeah. So you actually, like, you can't, it, well, the other thing's like, oh, I'm watching this movie with this, about this character who didn't really exist, right. so I don't really have any feeling one way or another if how their life went. But these people, if you've never watched it before, like, you're these people, like, I want them to live because I want, I want to, I want to Google them after the show right. ends and see that they lived a good long life, you know, that they went through all this struggle and they had, you know, great grandbabies and shit at the end of their life. Yeah. And I've seen the interviews with a lot of them, you know, in the beginning of the episodes, it's like, yeah, God, that makes it even more like real. But, and, but you don't know who they are. No, the last episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like, who the fuck are, but I know they were there. They're yep, part of it. Yeah. Like, fuck man. Then you fucking finally see them at the end. You're like, oh fuck. Yeah. A lot of them been dead. I mean, the last one from the show died. 2016. I mean, yeah, at this point, yeah. Which is fucking crazy because I remember he, remember reading that he had just died and that was fucking six years ago. <laughs> this, uh, eventually it'll be us. You know, this guy was in Iraqi freedom and, or yeah. enduring freedom and, uh, Iraqi freedom and fucking the Gulf War, uh, you know, like, yeah. Time flies, man. It but really yeah. does. Great episode. Check it out. Faulty logic. Get what I mean? Hell yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. One quick thing, man. We were talking about, we didn't get to it in the beginning, but social media. Fucking Remember? Social media. Yeah. So we were talking about pretty much people you know there, people you meet. Throughout your life. Yeah. You kind of become friends on there, whatever. But it, if you don't see them, like... Yeah, if you're not like interacting with them regularly outside of social media, yeah, it's like they're just kind of they kind of exist, and then they kind of they still like exist. They still exist, but it's like they unexist to you. Yeah, I don't know you as a 
person, human. Yeah, hey, you're like just an avatar form. online. Exactly. That's exactly how I see it. You're an avatar, man. It's you're like, a human avatar. It's like you first meet these people, you put them on your Facebook or MySpace, whatever it may be. And then, like, they just, they kind of fade away. Eventually. You know, they're still there. Like, mm-hmm. we use the example of the birthday thing. Like, they're wishing you a happy birthday. And then the next year's, it's, the first year's like, happy birthday, bro, man. I hope you have a fucking good one. Yeah. Year two, it's like, hey, man, happy birthday. Year three is like, happy birthday. And year four, it's like, nothing <laughs> like you don't <laughs> no, see you don't hear anything and it's like because like and, and i don't blame them you know yeah i don't like all right, i don't reach cool, out to it. them like life spe- goes on man yeah especially if they're like in somewhere else other than where you live yeah yeah oh yeah it's like if this person lives a fucking cross the country like like you meet this person on the fucking cruise you have a great time for a week like, hey, man, we're going to keep in touch. Or I use tech school, man. The people I'm friends with tech school. Like, I was there for four months. We hung out all the fuck time. We're in the same class. We're going out every Friday night. After fucking tech school, you still you talk to them, like, the first month, too. Yeah. Like, hey, man, how's it out in your base? Oh, man, it's fucking cool. Like, oh, yeah, it's cool here, too, man. Blah, blah. You talk about what's going on. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. And you talk to them, like, maybe two weeks later. Like, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, good man, you know, still doing this. Oh, yeah, hear that. Three weeks later, like, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> like, I'm good, man. Yeah, hey, me too, man. Well, uh, later, take bro. it easy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> a month later, it's like, hey, they're like, hey, you still good? Yeah, man, still good. And then, like, that's the last time you talked yeah. to him ever. Boom. And Fuck then it. you realize, like, when you're younger, you know, I'm in my 20s when I joined the Air Force, or I was 20 when I joined the Air Force. You realize you meet these people like in basic or just in general in life. You think you're going to be friends with them forever, but then you realize like never going to see this person again. Like yeah. our lives don't interact anymore. Like we just, it's like a Y, the letter Y. Like I go that way, they go that way. Yeah. There's no more interacting with them. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's okay. It is okay. Thanks for the good times. Yeah. It was all cool. At first, you're like but, when you're younger, you're like, man, well, that's not okay. Like, we're no. be- we're really good. Like, we're best fucking friends. Yeah. Like, how is this working out the way it is? But then you get older, and you're like, that's fucking life, man. Yeah, that's all the shit you spoke about. Like at the time, like, yeah, we'll do this, man. We'll do that, and like, that shit ain't gonna happen. No, I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> and you, there's a good chance, depending where you met this person, you'll never see them again. Mm-hmm. But. With social media, you have the pictures or whatever. So that time of your life is always going to exist. And you'll never really forget it. But it's one of those things you're going to look back on when you're 75 like, oh, fuck. Is homeboy still alive? What happened to this fucker? I haven't heard from him. And then you'll tell your kids, your grandkids, like, yeah, I fucking had this fucking really good friend. We were in tech school together. We fucking hung out every Friday night. And you know what happened? We went to different bases and I never saw him again. Yeah, yeah. What he did to his life at that point, I don't know. I don't know, man. But we'll always have that fucking like weird moment in time where like our lives were fucking connected. Like, yeah. We were together and that was that was how things were. And then you realize you get to that point in your life where you're more established like we are. And then like you got your friends that you hang out with all the time. That's... Mm-hmm. You're going to be like in your fifties, like I've hung out with the same people for the last 20 fucking years. And <laughs> yeah, 
That's just how that shit goes. That's life. That be life, it, man. It really be. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You got anything else, man? Hell no. Get the motherfucking outro. All right. So next podcast, we got episode eight. We're almost done. Yep. Episode eight. Almost done. And then we'll uh, we'll figure out here shortly which ones we're going to do next. Oh, yeah. Movies. We did war movies, but I'm not. After Band of Brothers, I'm like, eh, I don't want to do war movies anymore. No, I think. Yeah, I think we're warred out for right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll go back to, I don't know, some horror shit or. Hell yeah, there's you know, plenty of new found footage we can fucking watch. <laughs> so, uh, hell yeah, podcast 10 motherfucking three. Yep, 103. Yeah, listen with the outro. All right, man, that was, uh, fuck, what was it? Yeah, 103. It was just me and Marcos this time. We've had a, I don't know, we've had like two or three podcasts where it's just, just us three. Or us two? Well, I say three. Like most of them, yeah, have been three. But yeah, this uh, just us, us two. I think we did one. It was me, you, and Chris? That was three. But we don't have many where it's just us two. I think it's maybe like one or two other ones. Yeah, that's it, man. It happens over because well, you know. usually it's when it's us two. It's like Diana's there at the beginning, but she gets shit faced real quick. She has to bail. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know if there's ever been just us two the whole time. I think there has, but it might just be one. Probably to the top. So we got about fifty-seven minutes and twenty seconds, man. Well, that works. Not bad. Not bad. Hit him with all. a. <laughs> 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 Thanks, all of you, for joining us here. Oh, no, shut up, motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Thank you. Thanks. We'll see you for the next Thanks. one. Uh, we're filming the front live studio yep. audience. Yeah, exactly. Podcast 104. 104 Coming next up. time. Yep. Yep.